So for the last three weeks, we've been talking about prayer, and today we finish as we finish Lent this Sunday uh, with one more focus on prayer. I hope that the last four weeks have encouraged and equipped you to develop a rich life of prayer with God. A couple of years ago, I was an MC at a missions conference. This is actually where I met Nate Hughes. I mean, I knew Nate before that, but Nate was like, hey, you should check out the seminary, and I'm part of this cool church called Missio Day." So that's kind of how it all started there. But at that, that conference, I was an MC, and, and it was a really cool experience. And one of the coolest things about the conference is they had a team from a local church there that came in and would just pray over the students, over uh, whoever was teaching that day, or whatever was going on. And I remember one of the last sessions of the conference, uh, this team, that, and there's some from a uh, charismatic background church, and so they're praying boldly over different people. And, and I remember I'm, I'm, I'm worshiping this last song, and I just remember this phrase. I don't remember if it was from me or from the Lord or from someone else or somewhere else, uh, whether Satan or some force of, hey, you're wasting your time. Like, hey, currently when you go back home to the job that you're in, you're wasting your time. That was kind of the phrase. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. So the whole last song, I'm just thinking of this phrase. And then this guy, his name's Mark. He, uh, he was one of the pastors there locally. He walks up to me. He's like, hey, can I, can I pray for you? And I said, okay, that sounds good. And so he, the first thing he says is, hey, I don't know if this is from me or from the Lord, but God, I think, wants to say, you're not wasting your time. And I was like, this is, I didn't know what to do. And then he prayed a bunch of other things, but hey, you're not wasting your time. God used this person, living by the Spirit, to speak I would call a prophetic word to me. If you have a Bible with you, turn real quick. I want to show you a passage in 1 Corinthians 14. It says this, and Paul's talking about the order of worship, and he talks about a bunch of different things, but he says this in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, it says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. Then listen to this verse, verse 3. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. What I experienced that that afternoon was strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. And so for this last week of prayer, this might be the most bold of all the weeks. It will cause most vulnerability probably in you and and even courage from the people we're going to be praying for. But we're going to, as a congregation as a whole, pray for two people. This is how we're going to do it. I've already pre-selected them, so don't worry. They're not going to be like, I'm not going to randomly call you out. Come on to the front. But we're going to pray for Ben and Brittany Eyde. And in a moment, I'm going to invite them to come up here to the front. They're going to sit on these stools. Can you put them a little bit over here to the side so they're not staring both at them and at you guys as you're going to sing. They're going to sit on these stools here in a second. How about you guys come up now? We'll, we'll, start, we'll start here in this process. But in a moment, we're going to enter into time as we sing one more song of praying for and asking the Spirit to speak through us to Ben and Brittany. Here are the rules. The rules are this. Uh, as we're singing the song, my hope and focus, and it's going to make them uncomfortable, but it's really helpful, is I want you to actually turn your eyes and your gaze as you're singing towards them. Like, focus on them. And you're going to ask just a simple question in your heart. Holy Spirit, what would you like to say to your son and daughter, Ben and Brittany? That's it. And then you're just going to listen. You're not going to pray for them. You're just going to listen. As you're singing, as you're hearing the song, Like you're just going to listen to what the Spirit might bring to mind. Now, remembering, 
The gift of prophecy, prophecy is for strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. And we have this great grid called the scripture from creation to restoration that aligns our thoughts to make sure that we're not just speaking some crazy thing out there, but we're in line with the, the heart of Jesus and what he would say to his people. And so as you're listening, a word, a phrase, or an image might come to mind. And then just hold that during the song. And then afterwards, after the song's done, I'm going to invite you guys in, in courage, but also in humility to offer that thing to Ben and Brittany. And you're just going to offer it like this. I don't know if this is from me or from the Lord, but this is the word, the phrase, or the image that I got as we were praying for you. Does that make sense? So that's what we're going to be doing. Again, this is a time of encouraging and comfort as we try to encourage the son and daughter of God. Ben and Brittany, what you guys are going to do is you're not going to, it's going to be tempting to pray for yourself as you're sitting here. Like, God, would you speak to me? I just want you to sit in silence. Like a little child who would sit in the lap of their parent, would you guys just simply receive as, you, as if you're just sitting in the lap of your father, Father God. So you're just going to receive from him. You can put out your hands if that helps you with the posture of receiving. As people are praying for you, you can close your eyes. You guys are okay to close your eyes. You guys keep your eyes open. But we're just gonna we're gonna pray for them through this song, and then after the song is over, we're gonna have some silence, and I'm gonna let you speak, and I give you uh, permission, in humility, to offer maybe what the Lord is saying through you to Ben and Brittany. Okay, sound good? All right, let me pray for us, and then you guys can lead us in song. And as as we're singing, you guys can stand now. Hopefully, you can see Ben and Brittany. If you need to have move a little bit so you can see them, do that while we're singing. But let me pray for the Spirit to speak to us through the power of the Spirit and through the words of Jesus and the comfort of the Father so that we might encourage Ben and Brittany. Lord Jesus, thank you that you're the King of all creation, that you've given us your Spirit, and through your Spirit, you've given us words that are in line with your Scripture to encourage, to strengthen, and to comfort. And so for the next couple of minutes, as we sit and listen for your voice, the God who still speaks to us, would we offer in humility those words to Ben and Brittany to reaffirm them in their true identity in light of the story you've given us, and to encourage them to faithfully play their role. Spirit, speak to us. So just sit in silence here for the next minute, 30 seconds to a minute. Return your focus to Ben and Brittany and see uh, over the last couple of minutes if a word or phrase, a passage of scripture has come to mind for them to encourage, strengthen, and comfort. If something's come to mind, go ahead and you can share that now. If you can share it loudly so people can hear, that'd be great. But just offering him, hey, I don't know if this is from me or from the Lord, but here's the word, phrase, passage of scripture, the image that I get as I've been praying for either both of you or one of you. Beautiful parts and hard parts and just this be patient with the process. And then as the song was going, I'm like, because he's with you. His presence is with you. He's the way maker. So I just thought that was really cool that the song tied in. The verse that came to mind or the word was weary. Like, hey, weary, but this is the, the verse that came, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So I was thinking of like a field with no, no plants that are being grown, but seeds have been planted in the ground. So don't, go re don't grow weary in doing good because the harvest is coming. Psalm 131 came to mind. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I have calmed and quieted myself like a winged child with its mother, like a winged child I am content. 
Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forevermore. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. For there will be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying and no more pain. For the former things have passed away. Hi. Um, I don't know if this is from me or the Lord, but um, I got this picture of you, Ben, standing in sunshine and how wonderful and warm sunshine is, but by itself it can be harsh. And of you, Brittany, in the rain and how wonderful rain can be, but by itself, if it's raining for long days, it can be destructive, right? So um, just this idea of both of you are needed for a garden and life to grow. You can't have too much sun and you can't have too much rain, but together they um, grow life beautifully and strong and you need both. Amen. So this is just a simple practice that together uh, I'd encourage you within missional community context or with some close friends that we could grow as a church and, pl- and praying prophetically. Don't be scared of that word, but prophetically in light of from creation to restoration to encourage, comfort, and strengthen God's people. And hopefully you guys were encouraging comfort over the last couple of minutes. You guys can take a seat. Thank you guys for participating this morning.